Push start, type of band's cool, but the tent plan. I'm back on my bender rolls for the kicks. They quit to give them two cents. Put my circle tight like we glued hands. Like I don't believe in new friends. Trail light, I know the ice then. I drop the song, get a few wins. I crave the comfort in my own skin. Really, I just want to feel the world spin. Hope I check, watch me double that. I get it lit, I watch it. What's up, everybody? How's it going? This your boy, Frankie, with We Are The Brand Podcast, presented to you by Fibre Media. And in the studio today, we have a very special guest, Grammy Award winning artist, uh, platinum producer, musician, overall amazing drummer. We got sticks in the building. How's it going, man? Man, thanks for having me. It's going great. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I appreciate you coming. Awesome. Um, obviously, we've had to... Uh, you know, make some arrangements. It's been it's been long overdue, but we well, made we got it happen. It done. We got it done. I'm right, excited. definitely, Thanks definitely, for, for sure, man. Um, obviously, Chicago's very own uh, West Side. Yep, West Side exactly. in the building. Everybody think I'm from the South Side because all my friends from the South Side, but West Side for sure. West Side is the best side. Yeah, I said it first, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I definitely want to tap in um, and and have have a real just thorough conversation. Um, you know, we've had you know, many conversations prior to the podcast yeah. and, you know, just through even, you know, uh, mutual connects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been positive. It's always been, uh, um, good spirits, you know? Awesome. Um, and it's definitely something that I felt we should bring to the podcast. You know, um, I'm sure you got a story to tell and right. I feel that like you can definitely bring some gems and influence people who will be consuming this content in ways that's meant for them. You yeah, know, I hope so, man. I hope my story could help others for sure. That's what that's what it's all about is helping others. That's how I came up in this game, in this world. So, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, before we jump into it, uh, if you don't mind, just for those who don't know who you are, if you can just kind of break down who you are, um, obviously where you're from. And we can uh, yeah, on. so my name is Sticks. Um, I'm from the west side of Chicago or also a, a town called Oak Park, kind of in the suburbs, as you mentioned. Um I grew up loving sports, family, very family oriented. Um, and then I switched over to drums around high school and I really haven't looked back since. And, and music since then has kind of taken over my life in the best way possible. Um, and as you as you mentioned, like since since starting my career, I've been in bands. I've uh, toured the world with uh, some amazing artists. Um, I've put out songs of my own that I've done a little bit here and there. and. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's still the beginning for me. Yeah. A lot of people know me as a drummer, but um, over the last year to, to two, I've, I've kind of switched my focus to being more of a producer and writer and artist. Dope. So I'm kind of focusing on that at the moment. Uh, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. I love sports. Like I said, I love family and I love helping others. Yeah, for sure, man. So when it comes to like drumming, uh, was that the first instrument that you picked up? Yes, for sure. So my dad is a, a guitar player. He's a well-known guitar player in Chicago. Um, he's played for many artists before. Um, and he would always try to give me um, the guitar as, as a kid, but I just didn't really take to it. And he was in a band um, at the time called uh, Fresh Oil. They, they kind of started what today is known as um, Prasian worship in the church, in the yeah. church scene. Um, they kind of started that back then. He played for a godfather and a cousin of his, godfather of mine by the name of Tom Bynum. Many people might know um, an evangelist by the name of Juanita Bynum, but Tom is her younger brother, I believe, or older. So he started that way, and basically I was in church, and I was just always mesmerized by the drums that would be playing for hours, and I would literally just sit behind the drums and just stare at it. So as I said, as a kid, 
I was really big into, big into sports. I love football, but I always had in the back of my mind, I felt like most kids, a lot of kids, it's like, yeah, when I grow up, I want to be a famous athlete. I want to be a basketball player, a mm-hmm. football player. I was that kid too, but always, I don't know what it was in the back of my mind, I will always be like, if it doesn't work out, my plan B is going to be music. I'm going to be a drummer. Granted, my whole family does music, like everybody, sister, brother, cousin. I don't have a brother, but cousin, auntie, <laughs> grandpa, mama, like everybody does music. Yeah. So it was an easy uh, transition. But uh, yeah, basically. So uh, obviously, you know, drums is uh, something you're amazing at. You uh, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so you had the opportunity to travel and, and, and play, you know, around. Mm-hmm. I mean, around the world, right? Yeah. What What are some places um, that your style of music or artistry that uh, going to different places, you, you've recognized either one, the type of influence that you've brought with that sound or maybe what that place has, you know, have brought, has brought to you, like, you know, music-wise, the musicality of it all? Um, Honestly, I don't think there's a place that I went to where I saw my influence, but definitely through, I mean, it's easy, but it's weird to say, but the internet, just seeing the influence that I might have on other drummers, and especially drummers that I looked up to, whether that's like uh, just how I present myself as a brand, how I market myself, how I've always tried to be uh, individual and uh, just have my own lane and my own stuff going on outside of uh, who I'm working with or who I'm working for. I think that was uh, the biggest influence I can I can say that I've felt and seen uh, just with, like, I won't name names, but just, like, people that I look up to, some of my favorite drummers right now, like, hitting me in the DMs, like, yo, I really love the way you carry yourself, how you market yourself, the things you're doing, the merch you put out, the shows you do. Right. And just, like, um, really that for me, that was the, the, the eye-opening like experience for me is just far as like the influence that you can have and and stuff and that's what I'm all about is like just helping others and 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 bringing knowledge to others or you know just trying to advance myself and and help whoever I can along the way because that's how I got here from you know my father to um, his best friends that helped me out and showed me the way and, right and uh, yeah so that's, that's kind yeah of- so you know a few things that I'm picking up. Um, that you're putting down in terms of just how you operate, right? I think that it's an important thing to kind of take a step back and, and acknowledge particular things because it helps us understand why we move in a particular way. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what I'm getting from you is, is a humble guy, right? Somebody who um, truly appreciates relationship and, mm-hmm. and understands that it's, it's the camaraderie and it's the community and those around you um, that help create a way and it's important 100%. for us to pay it forward. It's important for us to not only pay it forward, but acknowledge it and, and give mm-hmm. those people those roses. Um, and so like for you, like how, how important is community to you? Like what continue, what, what is the thing that driving force for you that allows you to move forward? For me, I that? mean like community is everything. It's literally how I got, you know, to where I am today. And I, I think also how others got to where they are today, the people that I look up to. Like I said, like coming up, my father and uh, his circle and his his friend group helped me so much in just becoming who I am as a musician and as a person. And then even my start in music, I was uh, in a band called Kids These Days, and we were eight people. 
from eight different parts of the city, literally like all over north side, west side, south side, suburbs, you know, inner city, like just all over the city. And we were eight different people that that would come together at a jazz music school. And then after we would leave, we would go and then like uh, we would just so to, to take a step back, we would be at a school of uh, a music school called Merit. We would be there from 8 a.m to I'd say 6 p.m. on Saturdays, mind you. We do that all day. And then from 6 to 12, like midnight, we literally go to Liam's house and we would just play all night. So we were literally like almost 12 hours a day playing, but it was so cool to to go from playing jazz and classical and, and, and Latin music and reading music to like being in this basement, literally playing rock and roll yeah. and, and folk and, and hip hop and R&B and, and still jazz. And it was just so cool to just see how eight people from eight different places in Chicago could come together and just form one sound. And I think that that was what really like made me understand how important community is, because without them and without that band, um, I don't think I would be the musician or person I am today. It's so much learning you can do from right. other people. And like coming up, how I came up, honestly, it was like, you didn't always see, hang out or talk to or hang hang out or make music with people that weren't like you. It was kind of like, you know, everybody, you, a lot of people don't know, but Chicago is very, very segregated. Right. So it's like growing up as a kid, I'm only hanging out with people that look like me, people that live in the area like me, like mine, people that listen to the same music as me, have the same interests as me. And to go from that to literally... Uh, hanging out with people that don't listen to the same music, that aren't Christian, that that don't um, listen to the radio at all, right. or don't listen to Fifty Cent and blah blah blah, like or whatever it is at the time, um, was just so eye opening, and it it really just just made me realize like community one is everything, but also just learning and experiencing other shit is also everything, right? Because I was going. Like I said, to this music school studying jazz, which I had never been exposed to before. But then I would go over to Liam's and then I'd be listening to Led Zeppelin and the Beatles, right. and, you know, John Coltrane. And it was just like that was stuff that in my neighborhood nobody had ever even heard of. Right. Um, so I would say definitely in music, community is everything. Like you can't make an album by yourself. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it sounds like through those experiences, like your music selection has become very eclectic. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What, what's what's like a style of music that you were introduced to that you're like, damn, like this is raw, like, and then just started probably just playing a lot more of it. Honestly, everything. Like, I'm a fan of all type of music. It sounds cliche. I know a lot of people say this. I love everything. I don't really listen to country, but other than that, I, and I can appreciate country, but other yeah. than that, like I literally listen to everything. I can listen to jazz music. I can listen to Latin music. I can listen to Cuban music. Um, I think the biggest thing was like the, the rock and roll aspect of it. I, I love that now. It's so m much fun to play. Um, but yeah, just really ev everything. Like I, I literally love all types of music, and it's because I was able to appreciate it because it was brought to me in a in a natural way. Right. And, and yeah. By people that I also looked up to and respected. Right, right. And so, like, um, you know, obviously, Chicago being a very segregated city, and that clearly shows even in music, politics, I mm -hmm. mean, you name it. You can see it across the board. You can easily 
cross a Vidoc from one side into another side. It's like a completely Man. different Everybody, area. Every kid in Chicago has experienced that before. Right. Sure. What what's been just to kind of highlight it a little a little bit more, even to just even share with people out there, what has been some of the challenges in Chicago when it comes to creating that community in, in music and, and with different artists? Mm. It's just that. I think the biggest thing is segregation. Um, even <clears throat> even the, the popular, more bigger known artists deal with it. It's like, and you kind of have to be that way coming from Chicago, but just because it, it is Chicago, so stuff gets rough and, and stuff happens and you kind of got to prepare for that and foresee it. So I, I can't really blame anybody. But uh, the industry is, is just like the streets, basically, or, or our communities is very segregated. Mm. This crew doesn't want to make music with this crew. I've like had people that I was big fans of that I like basically would come off tour playing with Chance and be like, "Yo, I'd pl I'll pr play with you for free just because you know I love your work, I love your music." And they'd tell me like, "Nah, people say I sound too much like like Chance, so I, I don't want you to play with me." And I'm just like, "Bro, what? Like, mm. no offense." I'm the hottest drummer in the city right now. I'm trying to play with you for free just because I'm a fan. And you're telling me, like, I can't play with you because X, Y, Z is saying you sound like X, Y, Z. It's like, right. it's just so crazy. And then also in the producer lane, it's kind of the same thing. It's like people not really making music with, with other artists here because it's like, well, he's this and he's this and he's from over there. So we don't want to click with them. It's just very clicked up. And you can't blame them. I mean, we are from from the Windy City, so it is what it is. But it does suck. I wish we could be more like other places, like the you know Atlanta, where everybody works with everybody. And that's the one thing I'll say about um, just different communities and different people and demographics or, or races too, is that other people or other races or just other people in general will make money and collaborate with with their own and people that look like them right before even if they're their enemy before they do it with someone else and that's the one thing that i think we as african americans but also we as chicagoans don't do like we'd rather not work with somebody that not it not, that isn't even necessarily our enemy but may you know just be from a different side of town just because um and other people i think in other places su succeed by not doing that they right. you know they really just embrace their people and embrace you know other people and get money with them and, and you know connect right. and we don't do that so that's a little saddening but being from chicago i understand it you know right. what i'm saying no i mean it's definitely a challenge man um we we see it as kids just growing up here it's just it's natural from from the schools you go to exactly. especially starting with the schools like let's just sit right there exactly um that shows us just how separated we are like within the city um you know and even for me it wasn't until i got out of the city that i was where i was exposed to different ethnicities and and cultures and same. ways of living you know like the same way with like being open to different music right just yeah. Like my even my style of music has become a lot more eclectic. My my beliefs have have not been like stagnant to a point where it's like this is what it is and that's how it is because this is how you're taught. Like you know, exactly. it's like you 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 open your mind to to so many different possibilities, and it is hard here in Chicago doing that. Um, and one thing for me that I, I I've begun to stand by that 
you know, was taught to me by, um, you know, somebody who was uh, one of my teachers. Uh, he goes, Frankie, he goes, you don't have it all. Oh, that's Alexa. <laughs> it's time to plan dinner. Uh, he said, Frankie, you don't have it all together, but together you have it all. And that's a great quote. And, and how real and true that is, especially now with what we're talking about is profound because when you look at it, even like in culture to culture, right? Like what one culture lacks, another culture probably succeeds in or, mm-hmm. or has an abundance in. Mm-hmm. And if we were to just get into a place where we don't have to agree, but have an understanding, right? Have a conversation. I had somebody here exactly. on the podcast the other day and I was like, you know how many lives could have been saved if a conversation was had? Exactly. It's that line of communication, being able to speak to that individual, right? Because the biggest distance between two people is communication mm-hmm. and being able to articulate a vision. And guess what? You may not, you may not jive with my vision. It may not be something that you're like, yo, like, I rock with that. And that's fine and that's cool, but at least that conversation was had. Yeah. And 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 the premeditated uh, idea behind it should be you being open-minded to the possibilities of somehow obtaining something that you did not have before or didn't yeah. know before. And and I think that here in Chicago, and that's just across the bo- board with just art artistry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I've had people, on, uh, painters on here, tell me the same thing. Like, yeah. like whether it's painting, music, whatever genre you're in, it's very difficult um, being in Chicago, being from Chicago and trying to get to that spot because I also feel like what tends to happen, and it's just natural in communities of color as well, is like everybody wants to be that one person. Yeah, I was just going to say that when you said get to that spot, that's also the thing in Chicago. Like everybody wants to be the guy. Right. And once they get to being the guy, it's like they kind of, they kind of want to stay there. They don't want to help bring others up. They don't right. want to collaborate with other the guys. They want to be like, no, I'm the guy, and this is my time to shine. Right. And uh, yeah, I just think like, you know, hopefully in the future that could change. I think we are we're kind of starting that change with the newer generation and the new artists. We are right uh, leaning in that direction, but we still got a little bit of work to do for sure. For sure. No, definitely. And as long as the work is done and and we you know proceed and continue to move forward. We'll see results because at the end of the day, the only way you can see something that's never happened before is by doing something you never done before. Exactly. You know, so being able to just do that, um, I think is vital, especially in that music space. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, right? Um, clearly, you know, you had mentioned, you know, you grew up in church mm-hmm. um, and that clearly has had a big influence on you. How important is faith to you in what you do? Mm, it's everything, man. Like, Honestly, without it, I don't know if I'd be here right now because things in this world get so hard. And without that faith of just knowing that um, there's a bigger picture and you're a part of something that's bigger than you, that's bigger than us, that's bigger than the the human race, um, it it could just be tough without having that faith because you go through so much in this world alone and also this industry that the ups and downs could really take a toll on people but for me I know I've been down and out a lot of times alone in different parts of the world with no family with nobody that speaks like me like nobody that understands me no like the the littlest thing could make you mad from food to weather Um, and and those are little those are smaller things but they add up and and they could take a toll on you when uh, when you just feel alone and you feel like down and out and like nothing's working or if everything was working and you still don't feel right. like you're, you're fulfilled basically. Yeah. It just gets tough. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
but having that faith and knowing um, that, you know what I'm saying, there's there's the man upstairs that, that's going to take care of you and that being instilled in me through my grandparents and my, my mother and my father is just really what keeps me going, even to this day, like going through things, just knowing um, that, you know, I'm going to be okay. Right. No, that's definitely important, you know, for whatever anybody believes. Um, I think having that that level of faith is paramount. Like, because like you said, even when you possibly have it all or you don't have enough, mm-hmm. finding that that place of peace, right? Exactly. Of 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 just almost knowing without knowing. Exactly. There's you can't buy that. It's gonna be a better day. It's like you could be at your worst, you could be down and out, but just knowing like this is gonna get better, this is gonna, you know, pass over. Uh, the Lord got me. It's just it's just a great feeling to have and, and to really just know and believe like you got to really believe that for it to, to really to manifest. And um, I do. And I think that's because, I, you know, I, I sat in church every Sunday for 30 years of my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, faith is everything. When, when it comes to um, just the whole music industry and, and obviously you. You, you moving in a sense of having that faith that you conceal within yourself to continue to move forward and to continue to push. Have you ever had a moment in, in this career where you wanted just to like give up and just stop? Whether recent or, or in the um, past at any point? Yes and no. I don't think I've ever wanted to like give up, but I've definitely had that like, because I'm a, I'm a very confident person i've definitely uh have maybe started recently to lack some confidence just because i think i'm getting older and i'm just going through more and seeing more stuff and it's maybe like oh maybe everything isn't going to be okay but still just having that faith is what keeps me going and um yeah i just i I don't i wouldn't say that i ever wanted to really give up I, i think i've been blessed to uh to honestly just have a lot of luck and, and, and just like a lot of things worked out quickly for me. Like I started playing drums in my head really like my freshman year and by, you know, my junior and senior year, I was already on tour. I was already uh, traveling the world. Like we were already getting flown out by record labels and, right. and you know what I'm saying, what have you. So to be honest with you, I think I've had a fairly easy career, but it's gotten harder lately because now you kind of are playing in the big leagues and you're trying to compete with, you know, the A and B list and and you're no longer a kid in the industry. You're looking at yourself as a grown-up that, you know, wants to make some real noise. So I think maybe the confidence could lack a little bit here and there lately, but I never felt like really giving up just because, you know, I, I do have that faith like, that I talked about. But I know a lot of people do. Um, but honestly, I just can't see myself doing anything else besides right. this. Right. So you, you, you have a you have a set mind of where you want to go and kind of what direction you want to sure. move in. Right. So when, when it comes to drumming, like obviously practice is important. Now, I mean, you probably are at a particular place within your career where mm-hmm. you could just probably pick something up like that and it's just easy. But do you, are you in a consistent place? Do you practice often or? I'll be He's honest. like, we talking this, about this, practice? This, <laughs> nah, this is honesty. Like, because I have been trying to focus on production and writing, I honestly, I don't even want to say this, but I haven't really been playing like for a while now. And it, it is weird 
but it's also I just think my path like I, I really want to become a producer I really want to put out full bodies of work and songs and I don't think at this moment I can do that by by uh, solely focusing on drums I still try to to play and be consistent but I won't lie, I haven't been practicing that much over the last few years. But I do like, you know, I still get up shots here and there. Right. I still like, if I have a show coming up, I'll definitely like, you know what I'm saying, do my homework and uh, and do my best at it. But What, late, what was your last show? Um, I did a jam night right before Thanksgiving. And then that was like kind of my own show. And then as far as like being a hired musician... I did a Disney World show with Chance. We did some Christmas special that, that aired on CBS or something. That was pretty cool. Dope, dope. Where was um, that at? It was at Disney World. Oh, we at played, Disney World. Yep, at Epcot, uh, right in front of the big uh, space little ride. That's in Florida, right? Florida? Yeah, yeah. Orlando, Florida. Orlando. I got to bring my nephew and my mom and sister down there, so that was pretty cool. Shout out to Chance for letting me do that. Dope. But, uh, yeah, that was the last the last shows that we did. We haven't done many lately. Yeah. But uh Well, you know what? Well, what I want to do is you know, it's it's all about you know, speaking with relevance to the person on the show and um I'm going to kind of gear away from drumming and let's talk about producing, right? Um I think diving into something that's more relevant to your heart, you know, currently. Yeah. Um not only is going to be you know, healthy for the moment, but good for you, right? Yeah. Something you could reference and and come sure. back to because this is gonna be live and be on there sure, yeah. forever. Uh, so, when it comes to producing, who are some who are some of your inspirations in in that space as producers? Um, honestly, like I'm just the type of person that people around me um, influence me the most. Like you always have the greats, and you help. You always have, um, you know everybody that's doing it on a very high level but i'm always like even since drums i've always been in sports too influenced by the people that are closest to me so like my friends the social experiment um that being nico seagal peter cottontail nate fox i just did a super dope session in la with nate like two days ago i just got back so but yeah that was super inspiring for me um who else a lot of my friends smoko ono um, it's this guy from Chicago named Rosart. He's super dope. Um, who else influences me? I definitely am influenced by Pharrell. Uh, I don't, no offense, necessarily like listen to his catalog that much, but just the 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 being and the the thing that is Pharrell, just like him being a piano player, but also like he has albums with his voice on it he has albums with the band it kind of right. remind not reminds me of myself but i i would love to like be like that where like he has an nerd project that could be my kids these days but he also has the um the song i'm happy which like you know he's i don't know if he's playing the keys on it but like he's the main vocal he's the right. artist on that project i think that's super cool that's kind of what I, I envision myself like yes i'm a musician and i'm a drummer but i also can you know put out records and full bodies of work? Do you sing? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean with auto tune, but <clears throat> yeah, I, I rap, sing, whatever you want to call it. I okay. got some songs out. I put out a song. I got three records out right now. 
the second record got picked up by uh, the video game 2K, the NBA 2K oh, last, last year. So that was pretty cool and inspiring for me. Just letting me know, like, you know, you're on the right path and you can actually do this. You right, should be right. dope. Um, so, yeah, that's that. That's what's up. So, like, in, in that producer <clears throat> space, so um, who are some... Because as a producer, are you wanting to create um, bodies of work pertaining more to what you kind of envision or do you also see yourself working with other artists that you you might have that vision with definitely working with other artists i mean to be honest at this point in my career i just want to be heard and i just want people to know you know what i'm saying so like at this point everybody still refers to me as a drummer but every time i hear that in the back of my head i'm like shit i ain't played drums in like two three years right so it's like i just want to be heard to be honest i want to not to sound like a whatever but i want to be on the radio i want people to be driving hearing my shit i want people to be in the club hearing my shit and um i just really want to be heard and for people to know and for people to hear really yeah okay i got, I got a couple questions for you and you got to you got to be straight direct you, you only get like five you only get five seconds to answer I each one you. i got you i'm a very honest person okay and and i want to say top but we'll give you two and and it's i'm just trying to gather an understanding of just uh, how eclectic your your taste is in music um when it comes to hip-hop who are top two for you right now right now it would have to be i mean with it could be overall but i mean that would be right now in a sense i mean i mean that's a different i question, think with what's happening happening recently yeah. um it has to be drake and kanye as far as like that just how everything is going on right now who are, you can't who are your favorite trade. I think I'm most inspired by Young Thug and probably like a future. But Young Thug is super, super duper inspiring to me. I also got a chance to be in a session with him and see how he records. And um, that was just like the most inspiring thing that I've probably seen in music in all of my life. So, yeah. What's something unique about that session that you feel like, damn, like that was cold? It was just the way he was just so in control of everything and the way um, I think anything was a possibility for him. Like yeah. he didn't, he didn't mind, like he was, mind you, he's recording in front of like 20 people sitting at like the desk like this. Like he's not over off in the booth by himself. He's like just in the control room. There's like 20 people in there talking and shit in the background. He's just like, y'all could talk, be quiet. But he's just there. He's just so vulnerable. Right. He doesn't care about what people are thinking or if people think it's weird or like he's just like whatever he thinks of, whatever he sees, whatever pops up in his mind, he says it and he don't give a fuck. Right. And then, um, and it's also just amazing the way like he switches his flow so often. It was just very inspiring to me. Yeah. And I kind of, um, in a way model my song making after that session to be honest so what you say on the producer side that would be an artist you would want to work with 100 percent. oh well i got a song with him already we want, that's how i won a grammy but yeah oh okay okay it's, it's with chance to it's chance's song but but yeah i would want to like officially which, which work one, with him. which one is that uh it's the song called titled mixtape and it's on uh the coloring book okay yeah. okay yeah yeah no doubt yeah but uh yeah that would that would be for sure for sure so top top two uh r&b r&b let me see yo i love jeremiah i think he's he's not slept on because everybody knows about him but he's just super laid back so i feel like he hasn't 
taken over the world yet, but he could if he wanted to. And then um, I go with my homegirl, SZA. Yeah. Yeah. Top two? Yeah. Okay. Um, how about, uh, like, alternative, like, more in the alternative space, like your, um, or electric, like alternative electric? Um, I don't really know. Like, like your James Blake's? I love James. Um, let me see what I'd be listening to. I love Adele, but that's not that type of music. Lately, I've I've been back in my Tune Yards bag. I don't know if they've released stuff lately, but it's a band called Tune Yards that's super inspiring. Just the way they they use their instruments and the way they play their live shows. It's like everything is like she's like just super in control of everything. She's doing loop pedals. She's playing drums. She's banging on the side of cans and all type of shit. It's super inspiring to me. Um, Tune Yards for sure and. I don't know what else. I could be black. And I, I really don't have favorites in anything. I just yeah. have, like, stuff that I'm inspired by and stuff that I love. Like, even in sports, like, people always ask, what's your favorite team, your favorite player? Like, I really don't be having favorites. I just, it's, even it's in Chicago, drums, bro. It's like, Chicago, bro. It's Chicago. Yeah. You could just say it's Chicago. It's cool. Type sh- it is. <laughs> it is, though, for real. Like, I just be, like, favorite player. Like, I don't know. Like, I just like the Bulls. or right. You know what I'm saying? Like, favorite team like I don't I can't like the Warriors or the Cavaliers or the Lakers like I'm from Chicago how could I like something else right unless I like live there and like was in that community in that fan base but it's like I'm in Chicago right I'm I'm rocking with the home team all the time all day yo side note outside of this but related to Chicago Bulls did you know I just found this out I had no idea um that 15 years ago Kobe could have went to Chicago, yeah. He he put in like, hey, I want to go to Chicago, and we didn't trade. It. Yeah, I'm glad we got new management. Now right. we're back in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we we're definitely back at it, but it's just crazy to think that because Kobe, it's not like you know somebody comes to a league and it's like, all right, let's see what they do. Mm-hmm. Kobe was always gonna be Kobe no matter where Kobe went. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that whole Mamba mentality would have been man very apparent. We would have had Kobe G. <laughs> And if D Rose could have possibly played with him for even a few years, that oh, would have been man. insane. It would have been a wrap, bro. It definitely would have. We would have been in our bag for, for sure. sure. For sure, they could give us Kobe and like we spoiled already. We already got all the grace of everything, right? They couldn't give us both of them. Yeah, that that was that was something. I'm like, I had first of all one, I had no idea, and two, I'm like, I can only imagine how the trajectory of sports yeah. in Chicago would have went, especially in that Chicago NBA. really be the goat, like. We technically got Obama. We got Oprah. Oprah, Kanye. Like, who else do we got? Like, Walter Payton, the, the 85 Bears. We got Mike. It's like, we really be having the goats of everything. Right. Like, the real goats, though. Like, That's shit, why it's Michael so hard. Jackson from down the street. Right. That's why it's so hard. I, th- I think it's, it's like when you get out of Chicago, if, if, if you become a thing, it's very profound, like because it was so hard to even like yeah. establish that, you know. And I think our culture is just so, so immaculate, yo. Like we really be having the best of everything, like just our food. I think uh, the fact that a lot of our elders are from like the south, we get that city, but also that southern hospitality is right. just like we just really cultured. I feel like right, and no, that's real. a good way to put it. Yeah. 
What would you say that I, I tell people all the time? And I'm curious what you think. I feel like Chicago definitely influences the world, especially in music. Hundred percent. Like every everywhere I travel to, everywhere we go as a group, it's like people love and look at Chicago. Like they they don't really <laughs> understand it because a lot of people don't come here because of our weather and our the 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 news that portrays us a certain way. Right. But for most people, like if you come here in the summer and spend a week or two with the right people, like this going to be your favorite city hands right. down in America. Right. Sure. And a couple keys in there for anybody listening. There's a particular time to come and with who you're coming with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like those two things exactly. matter. Those two things matter. For sure. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, going back to just like the whole production and just being a producer. Mm -hmm. um, so you're, you're playing drums, obviously, most of your life. And clearly, that's been something that's given you the ability to kind of take things to the next level. 100%. Um, and, you know, we all need that thing in our life to, to be consistent at before, you know, we can get to the next thing that we want to do. Sometimes people pick something up, put it back down, pick something mm -hmm. up, put it down. And they never, they're never consistent with that. Um, so, like, how important is being consistent? How important is applying that particular mindset to your day-to-day, -day, you know, because I would assume that although you feel like you've, you've, you know, had an easy, easier career than, than maybe most people would have, um, what are some principles that you stood on for yourself that you recognize were important to have? Honestly, it's just what you said is consistency. Um, although I, I will say I, I, I was blessed or lucked up just because of the circle and the, my parents and just the, the, the positions that I was put in. I definitely put in my work, you know what I'm saying? Nobody can take that away from me. I definitely have put in my 10,000 hours. So when I started playing drums um, in my freshman year of high school, I literally like did not go one single day from, I'd say I was probably 16 at the time to, to 21, 22 without playing the drums for at least an hour. Most of those days was I'd try to get up to four hours, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I literally didn't take one single day off for like fucking five, six years. Like right. literally not one day, not a Sunday, not a, not a birthday, not a, not a nothing, not a sick day, anything. I was, I was at a practice pad. I was on the drums and thankful to my parents. They, they put up with my noise. Like <laughs> I had drums in the basement. I had drums on the second floor of the house, like right below the rooms. So I was grateful that my parents were musicians, but you definitely have to be consistent in whatever you do. And that's the only way to make it to uh, to where you want to be or to a higher level is that consistency. Because uh, that one day you don't do it, somebody else is. And they're getting better and better and better and better and better. And also, I'm just a firm believer in whatever you put into the earth, you get back. If you're putting in that hard work, that blood, sweat, and tears, God, you know what I'm saying, and the earth is going to give that back to you in some way. Right. And if you just, you know, lazy... You know what I'm saying? Laying around and, and, and wishing for a miracle. It's like, right, man, this is not really going to happen. But you're putting in that work. And, and it's it's been like that for as long as I've been around. For me, it's like whenever I'm, like, really in my bag and I'm really, like, just being consistent and working hard, that's when the opportunities come, whether that's a placement, whether that's a tour, whether that's a dope song that I created, whether that anything, it's like, I really believe in whatever you put into something, that's what you're going to get out. Right. And I think consistency isn't the only way to, to get to that point of just, you know what I'm saying, being what you want to be or getting out of whatever it is you're putting in. Right. It's just doing that shit every day, putting your hair down and working, and one day you'll look up and be like, oh, we made it here. Right. Type shit. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I concur, you know, 
consistency is key. It is, um, and like like you were saying, like a, a farmer never puts seeds in the ground not expecting a harvest. Exactly. If now, the thing about that is, a lot of times people may put seed in the ground, and they don't recognize that that harvest may not be what this harvest is. That harvest can, that harvest those seeds are harvesting a year. Mm-hmm. The seeds you're planting maybe might be harvested in three years, but it's like that consistency, as you mentioned, people go throughout that period of time. Yeah. You know, they're watering the seed, they're, they're putting time, they're putting that effort in, they're putting that effort in, and they don't see nothing. They're like, yo, what's, what's, buddy over there got a decent yeah. harvest, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? This guy, you know, and it's like, you know, you get into that space um, and it becomes a, a big distraction from recognizing, you know, what you're doing. And, and I like how you said, you know, just put your head down, yeah. you know, and then look up, right? It's, yeah. it's in that place, putting your head down for me is a representation of, of having almost like that tunnel vision, not focused on everything around you because those things become distractions and it's like, okay, boom, I've planted my seeds, putting the work in, putting the work in, yeah. being consistent, being stay, consistent. Stay off the Instagram. Don't be looking at what everybody else got and what everybody else is doing or the next man. Just literally put your head down and, and you know, focus. And one day it might be, a year from now, it might be 10 years, 15 years. One day you'll wake up and be like, oh, okay, we made it somewhere. You right. Know what I'm saying? And everybody's made it is different. Like right. Everybody isn't meant to be the the guy or the this or have all of these accolades and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I just think um, success is just different in, in everybody's lives. And as long as you're putting in that work, you are successful. As long as you're getting better than yourself, you right. are successful to me. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. It's being the best you. You can't control anything right. else. No, that's true. That's key. Yeah. Becoming the best version of yourself. That's success. You should only be competing with yourself. doesn't matter what the next man, what your friend got. It's like, yo, as long as I'm getting better than I was yesterday, I'm, I'm successful in my right. eyes. Right. No, definitely. Um, got a couple more questions um, and then we could wrap up. But uh, just for people out there, um, you know, you being in, in, in the music industry, you know, being around uh, people who, you know, different artists, musicians, uh, people of, you know, higher status in those particular spaces. If you had to give some advice to um, a drummer or an artist, you know, you seeing how all that operates, if they wanted to, you know, get the attention of, so-and-so or get into these rooms or get into these spaces like what would be like all right let me put you on game this is this is how you may want to navigate or or things you might want to do before uh you get to this particular space um i would just say be a good person um do things um with good intentions don't do things just because you think somebody or don't hang out with people or you know Go after opportunities just because you think you can get an opportunity or some money or some clout or X, Y, Z. Like, just really just try to always be yourself and have good intentions, man. Because people can fail when, when stuff isn't genuine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can only speak from, from my perspective, but all of my um, success and all of my um, work has literally come from genuine relationships. Nothing was, like, forced or... Um, um, you know what I'm saying? Like some people just try to snake their way through the industry and like just try to learn out, okay, who's this person? All right, let me try to get with this crew. It's like, nah, build up your own brand, your own crew, and like um, 
really just be true to yourself and have good intentions and people will see that and they'll be attracted to that and i think that's the biggest thing it's like everybody wants to be in the room with the drakes and the the whatever the young thugs and the blah blah blahs but like do you really think they want to be around random people that they don't know like no so just be genuine and really just be yourself and um whatever is for you will, will find you right and you'll find it and it'll happen natural you, you'd much rather want to be in something that's genuine um, and that's built off a, a real relationship as opposed to just being with these uh, random people because um, that's also not safe and you don't really want to end up being around random people that you don't really rock with that don't really rock with you that don't have your best interests at heart right it's like I'd much rather be on this level with people that actually love me and care about me than be on this level with a bunch of snakes. Right. Uh, so just be genuine to yourself and, and be yourself and uh, just go after genuine relationships. Don't just chase money and clout and, and accolades. Just really do it for the love and just be a good person, really. Right. Now, like how you said it, I'd rather be right here at this level with people who love me than be up here with people who are snakes. Yeah. No, we're going to put that in a whole little Let's do it. clip. Let's do it. That's going to have man, its own clip right there. That's the one thing. Like, like people be moving to L.A., moving to all these different places, trying to get into all these different crews, and they're wondering why they're getting backstabbed and, and, and all this other stuff because it's like that's not genuine. Right. You don't even know these people. You never tried to really get to know these people. You was just checking, chasing a check or, or, or placement, yeah, or some clout, and it's like it stabs you in the back because – it wasn't genuine. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 like you say, you, with these groups and these people, you, you have to put in some work. You, you, can't, yeah. you can't expect to eat off the table when you bring no value. You bring nothing to the table. Exactly. It's like, and that's one thing that I've, I've learned and that's why I've been able to build my agency to where I've gotten it is it's like I go into it with clients where it's like, what value can I bring? Yeah. How can I be valuable? At the end of the day, everybody's talented. There's a, a million drummers more talented than me. There's a million producers more talented. There's a million rappers more talented than some of these rappers that are on right now. Right. Like, everybody got talent. You want to find a great singer, just go to church. Uh, right. 90% of Facts. the choir are going to be able to sing better than anybody that's on TV or anybody that's on the Billboard charts right now. Right. So it's not really about that. It's just about the relationships. Right. At the end of the day, that's all this shit is. It's about who you can build a relationship with, a genuine one, that somebody gonna fuck with you enough to be like, all right, yeah, let's let's collab, let's do this, let's right. you know. It's about people. Yeah. Everything we do is about people. Exactly. And when we recognize that we're here to serve, that our gifts, our talents are here to serve, I feel like everything changes. Yeah. Our perspective on life and our engagements with people, like you said, being intentional and and why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. Why are you clicking up with this person? What's the value in that? What is going to derive from this experience? Yeah. You know, um, and is it going to be in your best interest? Yeah. Or are you going to find yourself around people who don't have your best interest at heart? Yeah, because that's the worst place to be, especially stuck in a particular place like that. Exactly, it could be it could be a terrible situation to get caught up in. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, we could definitely wrap up here. Um, cool. Any last like any final thoughts or anything that you want to say, you know, to people out there um, in terms of maybe something you want to get off your heart or your chest, something you want to put out there into the ether? Um, not really. I just say, you know, love on your people. Um, and yeah, just be a good person and, and spend time with those that matter. And yeah, 
No doubt. That's it. Sticks, y'all. I appreciate you coming, Man, bro. I appreciate you having uh, me. This we'll, was super dope. We'll have a part two, I'm sure. Uh, you know, we could get into the nitty gritty of some different things and 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 chop it up a little bit more, even on the producer side, as you begin to get a little bit more yep. active in that space. Um, but before we do clock out, if you could just look right here, let people know where they right here where they can connect with you, um, where they could plug in, and where they can find your stuff. Yeah, you can follow me on uh, social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, at StixJams. That's S-T-I-X-J-A-M-S. I also have a website called StixJam, without the S, S-T-I-X-J-A-M.com. And, uh, yeah, you can follow me on there. I'll be posting mostly Instagram. That's the best place to just see what I'm up to, see what I'm doing, see where I'm at, uh, see the type of things that I'm working on. And yeah, I love to connect with you guys. Shoot me a DM or follow, whatever. I always answer back if it's something genuine and something that you know. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, you guys heard it here. Make sure you do tap in. Uh, no, check out Sticks. See what he got going on. Um, you may have been inspired or, or felt like there are things that he shared in here that um, were things you need to hear for yourself. Um, and, you know, just for everybody out there, if you've yet to, to subscribe to the YouTube channel, make sure you do. I mean, at this point, we have... We've done so many episodes. Um, all you need to do is hit the like button, notification button, subscribe, and let's add to the dialogue. Jump in the comment section. There might be something that uh, you want to continue the conversation, whether it's about Chicago or music or the influence in the world, just different things that we addressed here in the podcast. Let's continue the conversation. And, you know, there may be something in this podcast that you feel really inspired you or bring, brought some enlightenment. Pay it forward. Send it to somebody, you know, send it to your circle. Let them know um, that this is something that, you know, made you think of them. Um, and yeah, just pay it forward. And on all platforms, you can connect with us. We're on Apple Music um, or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, anywhere where podcast streams, we are there. Uh, you can check us out on our Instagram, of course. And yeah, let's stay connected. And until then, you guys take care. Peace. Peace.